Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. All-Star game this, this summer coming back to Seattle. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be there. I'm going to be up there for the week. Uh, the last time I was there was in 2001, uh, uh, my team. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. I, I've been watching the last couple of years. I know you're you're still uh, in a big role with the Seattle Mariners. Um, the last couple of years with, with that long drought that we had, they, they didn't get to the playoffs. Finally, they pieced it together where they've got a really good team. I went up there last year at the end of the year. And the city was starting to get going again. It was starting to rock. And I tell people, you know, at least my time there uh, in the early 2000s, that place was rocking. And I and I I would tell fans and and people that haven't seen that in 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 recent times until until like now is if you win in this city, man, they will come out and they will support you. And that place will be rocking. I got to see it uh, last year at the end of the season again. I hadn't seen it for a long time really cool um what about this 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 summer and in the it's city loud. of seattle putting on that putting on that all-star game you looking forward to it yeah it's loud it it's 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 probably the loudest place that i've been uh when when you're winning yeah it's yeah. it because for years we had to go go ahead it's intense i mean you know when when the fans show up at you know when the gates open and you automatically know that there's 30,000 people in the stands at five o'clock 
it makes a difference. It makes a difference to to everyone. For someone to say that it doesn't, they're lying. And for years and years, we had to, you know, I'd go to a Seahawk game and that's electric over there. But I said, this is how Safeco, now T-Mobile, this is how it was for years. I know it hasn't been like that, but this is how it can be. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, you know, and every, I think every city goes in a cycle. Uh, you know, Seahawks, uh, Mariners were good. Seahawks were good. Now, hopefully we can, you know, the Sounders are good. Uh, now the Kraken, um, you know, hopefully we can get the, the Sonics back. So, you know, cause I think, you know, the storm is one, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, a great place to, to play and raise a family. It's just, you know, when, when they support, they support. Now, since you've done it, would you ever want to coach or manage I mean, obviously, your dad did it for a lot of years after after he was done playing. My dad did it for a lot of years. You played for my dad. I got my brother managing the Yankees. Would you ever do it, and could they pay you enough to do it? Oh, yeah, they could pay you enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to do it while my kids were still at home. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the things that people uh, don't realize that – you know, for us, we don't take for granted. Our kids, you know, my youngest would be 21. But, you know, prior to that, you know, he's still in my house. I still got to be a parent. Um, we grew up where our dads were gone all the time. So that's the hardest thing is like, you know, people go, oh, you, you made enough money. You got money. That That's, I can't get back time. Right. I, I can make more money, but I can't get back to time. You know, my kids get upset when we go on vacation and they are not with us, you know, how many parents can say that? Right. You no, know, uh, you know, we just, you know, spent Easter with the Tolans and in and, and Texas, you know, so it was all, you know, all five of us, plus Robbie, Bobby and Miriam, uh, a couple other friends, you know, got together for Easter. And it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And, you know, Trey came in from Boston, you know, the two youngest ones, Taryn and Tevin, were with me and and Melissa. With, you know, we all flew there. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And, and you mentioned, I mean, our, our childhood's very similar. You know, our dad's pretty much, uh, we're in the big leagues our whole childhood, and it was. It was, a, uh, it was just kind of the way it was. You know, people ask, well, your dad was gone all the time, and I, I thought I didn't know any any other way i mean he'd go on a road trip for 10 days and mom took care of the house and that's just the way it was and, and when you're a kid that's all you know so you you don't know that dad comes home from work every day at five o'clock now you got the the whole off season with him but you know i we we got we got to live pretty cool lives too as kids not too many kids get to go to riverfront and veteran stadium at, at as their dad's work and, and get to hang out with them 
and I, I don't think if I could turn it back, I understand what you're saying now. And I love spending uh, family time uh, with the kids and being there as much as they can. Cause you're right. Time is, is of the essence and you can't get that back. But as far as a childhood, I wouldn't trade it for anything. The experiences and, and oh, no. the things no, I my, got to see, man. It no, was my, cool. my kids, they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. Uh, yeah. Being able to go, you know, when they get out of school, going on road trips, you know, uh, you know, taking Trey, you know, my, my thing was when Trey got nine to take him on a road trip. And, right. uh, it's funny because I made uh, Sean Casey, we're in Cleveland, and I built something to Sean's room. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich because it was trace. <laughs> and Sean was like, I didn't order this. And I'm sitting there behind him laughing because I know he turns around, and looks at me, I go, Hey, you know what it is. I got to teach him somehow. So uh, he was like, All right, I'm going to pay for this. But it, it's one of those things that, you know, it was a father and son trip. Uh, my dad did it with me when I was nine. I wasn't able to do it with Tevin uh, because I retired. But, you know, Tevin has, uh, He's gone on other trips that, you know, the two older ones haven't gone on. So he's okay in that category. When you're, were, when you're growing up, were you like me? Whereas when dad told you you couldn't come to the ballpark, was it, did, did, did that ruin your day? Or were you more have other things going? For me, it ruined my day. When I was eight, nine, ten. if dad said, you're not coming to the ballpark today, I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. No, um, like we were, at, we were only at the ballpark early, you know, probably – Cincinnati, there was different rules there, weren't there? They, they were a little stricter than than the Phillies. Yeah, like if they won, you can come in the clubhouse. If they lost, you weren't. Uh, you know, so like we'd come there. Opening day was early. Father and son day was early. Husband and wife game. Uh, we'd go early. And then probably about three times a year when my mom was like, you need to take these kids. So I got things to do. Uh, so you're taking them. Right. But other than that, I wasn't there a lot. I mean, I watched. I think I was a junior in high school when I watched my first game from the dugout. And it was on a Saturday, I think, because I hit a home run and uh, and my dad was playing with the Braves at the time. So I never got to watch it, you know, a, a game from the dugout when he was with the Reds. And, and isn't it funny, too, people think, you know, we grew up and, and they think, well, you must have learned a, a lot from your dad. I was thinking – you know, my dad might have seen me when I was a little kid play five times because we get out of school. We got a little league game. Dad's already on the way to the yard. We yeah. never see him. Mm -mm. You're hoping that, you know, you had that first game on Saturday uh, where he could stay there. They have a night game. Right. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, and then, you know, for me, I couldn't hit in front of my dad for the, you know, up until I like my first year in pro ball. Because I was just trying to impress him. I'm like, you know, the only one I cared about hitting a home run front of was my dad and didn't do it. And he started laughing. He just said, you know, one day he said, hey, just pretend I'm your mom. <laughs> and still didn't do it. And yeah. then I finally got a hit. He was in, I was in instructional league. I hit a ball single and he was in an RV in left center behind the fence. And he slid the window open and said, now, was that so bad? And then shut it and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's cool. And it, it, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think about all those times and, and, uh, you know, really special and, and very cool, but yeah, not, not much time. The one thing dad did for me was, uh, I remember he came out to my little league game 
it was one of those rare days where he, I don't know, he's on his way to the yard, but he stopped off and I wanted to catch because, you know, my dad's a catcher. I'm like, oh, I want to see what that catching gear is like. And I had the catching gear on. We were doing a scrimmage. He walked onto the field, pulled me off the field, took, said, take the gear off. You play short until they tell you you can't play short anymore. And then when you can't play short, you go to second. You can't play second, you go to third, and then you might have to be a corner outfielder. But until right now, you're a shortstop. And that mm-hmm. that's what I remember from my childhood. That's what dad taught me. Yeah, that, well, my brother was my brother wanted to be a catcher. And because he was like, baseball is boring. So I was the pitcher, he was the catcher. So it made yeah. it fun. But he was like, and then uh he ended up playing third base. And he liked playing third base. So at least you get some balls. He just didn't like shortstop. Uh, then they moved him to the outfit. He was like really happy out there. But you're right. That's what they tell you. Shortstop, second, first base, third base, you know, uh, uh, left field. If you can't throw right field, if you can throw. Yeah. I used to tease because left-handed in your situation, you really don't have that many options. You go pitcher, you go first base, and then you got to go to the outfield. But I, I would tease, uh, Cammy, Mike Cameron, you know, because I played with him for, for a few years and, and I'd tease him and I'd say, Cammy, you know what you are, right? And he goes, no, Booney, what am I? I said, you're an, you're a, you're a middle infielder that wasn't good enough to play the middle. So they put you in the outfield. He'd laugh at me and he'd be like, yes, <laughs> he goes, tell me that when, when you're calling me off on a ball and you, you can't see me, I can see you coming in. But, uh, no, very, very, uh, very, very true. Huh? I'm going to have to use that against him. Yeah, just tell him. Just say, Cammy, all you are is an infielder that wasn't good enough to play the infield. Yeah. Well, Caddy, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Very cool. No tell problem. Melissa hi. Tell Pops hi for me. And, I will do uh, that. Always a pleasure having you on, on the program. And for all of us here at the Boone Podcast, thanks for joining us. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 